Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I will be talking about desert animal adaptations. Some of the most interesting animals live in the most unique environments, and this is certainly true for desert animals. In this episode, I'll talk about the incredibly fascinating animals who live in the hottest and driest places on Earth. So the first animal I'm going to be talking about today is the Roadrunner. So the Roadrunner lives in the desert, obviously, and these guys don't want any extra salt. And these guys have developed an adaptation that when they have excess salt, they kind of cry it out because all of the excess salt they get through eating or drinking goes into a gland near its eye and they will kind of cry the salt out because obviously salt absorbs water and they want to conserve as much water as they can, so they've developed this interesting adaptation to help with that. Another animal that has developed an adaptation that kind of helps them do a similar thing is the Dorcas gazelle. These guys actually never have to drink water because they have developed an interesting adaptation that allows them to urinate without releasing any extra fluid. These gazelles urinate a uric acid solid, so nothing is wasted. The next animal I'm going to talk about is the sandgrouse. These are birds that carries water in its feathers. Their feathers are on their belly and they actually are made to soak up water so that they can bring it to the nest and their spouses. The next animal on this list is the pacari, or also called the javelina. This animal has a tough mouth and a specialized digestive system so that they can eat cactus. This one's an especially interesting one, I think. It's crazy to think that they have adapted to be able to eat some of the most hurtful plants on Earth. I have once touched a cactus on accident, and it took weeks to get all of the little spines out of my skin. So that is just insane to think that they can just eat that, and it's fine. The next animal on my list is the fennec fox. These guys have really big ears that can dissipate any extra heat. And that is really, really helpful when you live in one of the hottest places on Earth. Now, this animal has quite a unique name, and they definitely have a unique adaptation to go with it. The thorny devil has developed skin that can absorb water. So whenever they're walking around, even if there's just a tiny bit of water underneath them, they absorb it, and that maximizes the amount of water they can find, and even if it's not an amount of water that they could drink, they can absorb it. So that is a really, really interesting adaptation that has helped them uh, survive in the desert habitat. And the next animal on my list is the African pixie frog. These guys hibernate in a mucus sack for up to seven years until the next rainfall. This adaptation is absolutely crazy and it's one of the most unique I've 
scene. So basically, when these guys get thirsty, they can just curl up into a ball and wait out for up to seven years until the next rainfall. That is absolutely mind-boggling. And I wonder what these frogs are thinking when they get out of a seven-year hibernation. <laughs> like, do they understand how long it's been? Another animal with a very unique adaptation is the chuckwalla, or otherwise referred to as the pufferfish of the desert. <laughs> this is a large lizard that can crawl underneath rocks and inflate so that predators can't pull them out of the rock. Now, this is a really, really interesting one, because I've, you know, you hear of pufferfish all the time, um, and they have spikes so that predators can't eat them, or not as easily anyway. But the chuckwalla has figured out a way to use a similar method of protection in the desert. The next animal on my list is the Cape Grand Squirrel. These guys use their tails to provide shade. Now, this one's really creative. I wish I could have a tail that could <laughs> shade me whenever I would like. Uh, when I was researching this animal, I heard a lot of people joke about having like a built-in umbrella. You know, those umbrellas that people use to um, shade from the sun. And that would be really nice to have one of those in your back pocket. Now, the next animal I'm going to talk about is the Gila Monster. This animal sounds fake, but I promise you it's real. <laughs> now, this animal stores fat in its tail, like camels store fat in their humps. It's really interesting to learn about animals that have kind of harnessed similar adaptations to animals that we may be more familiar with, such as camels. The Gila Monster uses the same method of storing fat somewhere in their body to their benefit in the desert. So I thought it was really, really interesting to find another animal that did that. So yeah, really, really cool. The next animal on my list is the African spiny mouse. So these guys are very, very small and they have very delicate skin, but because they have delicate skin, it's easily regenerated after getting wounds. So, they have an advantage over other animals in the desert. These guys can heal extremely quickly. And because they're such small animals, they get preyed on a lot. So, having this quick regeneration skill is very, very helpful. Delicate skin also allows them to minimize the blood loss that occurs after a wound. So this is very helpful, especially um, whenever you get a wound, you're supposed to like drink water, you know, patch it up and stuff. But these guys, they regenerate the skin so fast, so they don't really need water to help with that. So contrary to popular belief, I feel like delicate skin would not be the way to go. You need like really tough skin, but it really works for the African spiny mouse. Another animal that I'm going to talk about is scorpions. 
scorpions are a little bit more of a well-known animal. I think a lot of people know what a scorpion is, but a lot of people don't know that scorpions can slow their metabolic rate to hibernate while still awake. I found this really, really interesting because I have not heard of any other animal that can do this. Scorpions can control their metabolic rate. So when they want to slow it, they can essentially hibernate by not spending any unnecessary energy. But they are still awake and ready to attack. And now it is time for the final animal of today. The common kingsnake. So the common kingsnake has adapted to be immune to rattlesnake venom. So this is really helpful because, you know, what better way to succeed in an environment than to eat your competition? You heard me right. Common kingsnakes can eat rattlesnakes. The venom doesn't affect them, while bites may hurt. They can eat their competition. That's crazy. So they have definitely adapted really well to the desert. And not only have these guys adapted to the harsh conditions of the desert, but they have also adapted to having competition. Now they can eat their competition. So that is just really, really fascinating for me. Alright, and that is it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, please give the podcast a follow, check out my blog at daretodreamgreen.com, and follow my Instagram at dreamgreenteens and gracegonegreen. As always, don't forget to dream green. Bye!